Welcome to another episode of Fact Checking BTB. I'm your host, Manpreet, aka MMA Lock of the Night, and your boy on Twitter at MMALOTN. This week, we're going to be going over episode 163 of Below the Belt with Brendan Schaub. And this was posted on December 16th, 2019. And just for context, it was actually after UFC 245 and before UFC Busan, aka UFC Korea, which is the last card or last UFC card of 2019. All right, so let's just get into it. It's not going to be that long of an episode. He was actually pretty spot on with a lot of his uh, facts this time around. So uh, let's let's get this done real quick. Um, first and foremost, he said that uh, Aldo Marais' decision, he believed that Aldo won that decision. Personally, if you guys watched my uh, split or deciding splits podcast, uh, you saw that me and Tony came to the conclusion that Marlon Marais should have actually won that third round, which was kind of the swing round. Uh, but he believed that uh, Aldo won that. And also on MMA decisions, it seems like 56% of people believed Jose Aldo deserved the, deserved the decision uh, 29-28. Um, There's a lot of hesitancy when it came to that third round. Uh, but most people seem to think Aldo won probably because he was, you know, pressuring for the most part. And uh, uh, yeah, even though Marlon Marais was landing the better shots, in my opinion, most people think Aldo won that. So it is what it is. Uh, it's un- he believes that it's unlikely to see Faber get finished, and that's very true. Uh, Faber's never been submitted, but he has been knocked down or knocked out four times, uh, including this past weekend against Peter Yan. Piotr Jan, I should say. Uh, he's also been finished by Henan Brow, Mike Brown, and Tyson Griffin way back in 2005. Uh, shout out to if anybody if you guys know who Tyson Griffin is. He was a beast back in the day. Uh, he said the UFC un- is unlikely to do Aldo versus Suhudo since Suhudo called for it. Um, unfortunately, that might actually be a reality. Uh, Dana White has actually entertained uh, the fact that this matchup could actually happen. So as much as Shab is saying that it it may not happen, you know, the higher ups are actually entertaining this. So just be mindful of that. Um, Volkanovski Holloway, he seemed to have a little bit of an issue in terms of figuring out if it should have been, you know, 3-2, 4-1, In terms of fan scoring, uh, 40.3% of fans believe that it should have been 49-46 for Jose Aldo. Uh, or sorry, Jose Aldo, goddamn, Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, and then I believe the second best, uh, which was like maybe 18%, believed it should have been 50-45. So uh, either way, I think 49-46 probably was the best score. Uh, they keep talking about Max Holloway being the greatest of all time featherweight. It's it's weird that we throw around that 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 proclamation so much nowadays. Whenever somebody wins the title, or if somebody wins the title uh, or defends their title, we're so quick to call them the goat. T.J. Dillashaw went through this. Henry Cejudo went through this. Max Holloway, you know, he had a massive winning streak going into that fight against Jose Aldo, um, and you know he wins the title there, uh, defends the title again against Jose Aldo, uh, beats Brian Ortega. Loses to Dustin Poirier at 155, goes back down to featherweight and beats Frank Yedger, and then he loses his title to uh, Volkanovski. You know, I don't know what the criteria really needs to be to be considered the GOAT of a division. If that means it's beating the prior GOAT, then okay, sure. But, you know, I think Alexander Volkanovski has beaten Aldo, which he has, beat Holloway, and he beat Chad Mendes, uh, and they're probably going to do a Holloway rematch now. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, 
but we we got to let these guys get a little bit more accolades before we throw around the goat talk. You know, we're just so excited to always call somebody the goat. You know, I think if Holloway had defended a little bit more uh, and beat even more competition, we could say that and say what you want about him. You know, having such a long, um, you know, run in terms of a winning streak before even winning the title. You know, once he started fighting top flight competition, he he did beat some guys, but then when it came to Volkanovski, he was just not able to. So let's see where Volkanovski is able to take this and if he's going to be able to defend him multiple times and even more than Aldo or more than Holloway, uh, then let's see uh, about this GOAT talk. Uh, Shab talked about uh, the body shots being a huge X factor in the Colby Covington and Kamaru Usman fights, uh, at least for Kamaru Usman's sake. He's saying... Uh, I looked up the statistics, 30% of Kamaru Usman's strikes in the fight were to the body, and in terms of round by round through from rounds 1 to 5, he landed 11 strikes in round 1 to the body, 11 strikes in round 2, 10 strikes in round 3, 14 strikes in round 4, and 7 strikes in round 5 all to the body. So I guess there is a little bit of truth to that, uh, and to land 30% of the strikes to the body is pretty impressive. In comparison, Colby Covington only landed about 19% to the body. Uh, he talked about Dominic Reyes's football career. It wasn't that you know long. It, it was pretty short-lived. He was a defensive back for Stony Brook Seawolves, which is a Division One NCAA team. Uh, he made the all-conference team twice, uh, but after not being drafted by the NFL, he came back to California and started training MMA. Not a lot of people thought Reyes won the Vulcan Uzdemir fight. You know, it is what it is, but in terms of statistics that I'm going to be going by, at least for the show, MMA decisions had 54.8% of fans scoring uh, for 29-20 for Vulcan Uzdemir. So I guess Shab has a little bit of a, a, an argument there. And then lastly... They talked about the UFC featherweight division being pretty, you know, thin. He's not lying. You know, Bellator has pretty much all the female featherweights. Uh, and I looked at the UFC's website. They have seven of uh, seven female featherweights listed on their roster. Two of them have signed over to Bellator, which is Chris Cyborg and Kat Zingano. Uh, and then one of them was released, which was uh, Julia Stolyarenko. Stolaryenko. She was actually on the Ultimate Fighter featherweights uh, season. She had a fight against Leah Letson, I believe, on the finale, and she lost that. Uh, so in total, you know, they only have four uh, featherweights on their roster. Uh, actually make it five considering the girl that Megan Anderson just uh, signed to fight. So there's Megan Anderson. Uh, then there's Zara Fairn, which is the last girl that Megan Anderson beat. Uh, Leah Letson, Felicia Spencer, and then the new girl that Megan Anderson is going to be fighting, who is Norma Dumont. She's actually 4-0, and she hasn't fought since August 2018, so going to be a little bit of a uh, a fun ride for Megan Anderson to go in there and, and see if this girl is able to, to dust off any of her, uh, you know, not, not, not to mention her UFC jitters that she's going to deal with, but also, uh, you know, not fighting for over a year and a half or so. So that's something to to be wary of. Like I said, not too much to cover in this episode. Shab was pretty on point. Uh, the guys in the back were pretty on point with uh, correcting him and giving him the best facts as possible. Uh, so yeah, that's just how it's going to be. Sometimes these episodes are less than 10 minutes long. What can I do? I'm just trying to help the show out. <laughs> uh, all right. 
We'll be back next week. I'm not sure what their schedule is like for Christmas or all that, but whenever there's a show, I'll obviously have uh, the fact-checking show out the next day as well so I can get my shit in too. So uh, thanks for watching. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys click the like button. Hit me in the comments if you guys think I should change anything, add anything, remove anything, or just shut the fuck up. Whatever it is, just let me know. Uh, and uh, all the below the belt stuff is below as well. So you guys can go and support that channel and support that show. Uh, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining me.